Shut up and sit down. You're listening to Panel to Picture Podcast. As always, I'm Nick. And I'm Dylan. And this week, as promised, we are talking about superwomen in comic book movies. Uh, more specifically, uh, Brie Larson, as Captain Marvel, recently announced the 2016 San Diego Comic-Con. Uh, going back to Gal Gadot, I think that's how you say her name. Uh, I I think I always go Godot. I used to say Godot, but then I, I watched a lot of clips of like Jimmy Kimmel and uh, – was it Jimmy Fallon? And they all say Godot, so I'm just – Going with Gadot from now on. Well, some people shouldn't be allowed to pronounce their names, a la <laughs> M- Mila Jovovich. I still say the J Jovovich. Or, yeah. I don't know. It doesn't matter. The chick from Resident Evil. Um, and we'll also talk about some of the failures like Catwoman and Elektra, um, as well as Agent Carter and Jessica Jones. I mean, women are really making a big, uh, a big entrance into the comic book movie world. I'm excited. I think, I think you just forgot one of the biggest ones so far, which is Wonder Woman. I said Wonder Woman. Did you? Yeah, the whole thing with Gal Gadot. We just discussed. Oh yeah, her name. fuck. We just had we just had a rant about her <laughs> name, and I forgot about Wonder Woman already. It's been a long day for you. Uh, well, what, what can you do? <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So I mean, we'll, we'll I guess we'll start with Catwoman and Electra because I mean they came out a while ago. They, they they were the first on the scene. Yeah, and uh, I, I can easily tell you the only thing I've seen from that Catwoman movie... The basketball scene? No, is uh, the bad CGI of her jumping around in one of the scenes in costume. Oh, really? I haven't, yeah. I haven't seen any of that. I saw somebody on Reddit started a thread about horrible movies. Excuse me. And... Um, Somebody linked the basketball scene from Catwoman, and if you haven't if you haven't watched this scene, I highly recommend you do so. Um, just pause our podcast right now and look it up. No matter where you are, if you're at the library or on the bus or something, it's worth using up data on your phone to look it up because it's so horrible. It's literally her just. It looks like a '90s hip hop music video. Um, when we get into that, though, especially with the casting of Elektra, though, to me, that was more of a thing of just, just bad movies, just poor, poor writing. And this was at a time with, this was at a time with DC where they didn't have direction in their movies. And one will argue they still don't have direction in their movies, but this was... This was before Nolan's Batman movies. Uh, This was post-Tim Burton's Batman movies, which were ruined by Joel Schumacher. Um, (laughs) Hey, he he apologized for them. Uh, And, you know, there was kind of this this area of early Marvel movies. Well, not Marvel, but early Marvel properties uh, with X-Men in 2001 and, you know, the Spider-Man movies. Mm -hmm. And... To me, DC was kind of like, well, what can we bank on? Yeah. And they they did Daredevil, so it's why not let's let's have this offshoot. And they did Catwoman, God knows why, but they did it. <laughs> uh, and to me, that was more or less just a female-led movie, but just during this period of lull of let's just try to make a buck. Well, that's the thing. Like, 
I, I, I call, you know, movies like um, Catwoman and Elektra and all that. I, I call that the dark times of comic book movies because it was post-Spider-Man 2, post-X2, X-Men United. Um, and as we know, like, Spider-Man 3 just wasn't up to par as much as it could have been. Um, X-Men The Last Stand is easily one of the weakest X-Men movies to date. Um, it's still better than Origins, of course. Um, but then, you, then, you know, you had, uh, I think Daredevil came out in 2003. I'm not, I, I don't quite remember. Even that was a, pretty much of a, of a, of a, a bore. And then they, they, they tried to do, and I commend them for trying to get it going with the female superheroes, but they just, there was just no... I don't know, it just seemed like it was almost just to try and kind of cash in on the the first phase of superhero movies, um, which would be considered, you know, the, the X-Men and the Spider-Man movies and everything. Um, even the Fantastic Four movies did okay. Um, but they just didn't take off. And I don't think it's because... I mean, it's. I would certainly hope that it's not because they were women. Um, they just were bad movies. But for for me, the biggest question is, what took them so long? Because uh, I'm not sure about your familiarity, but there was there was a, a Wonder Woman TV show in the 70s. Uh, I looked it up. It ran for it ran for three seasons, 60 episodes, from 70 from 75 to 79. That's good. Yeah, that's that's good. that's a commendable thing to have a, a female led. It was a it was a Wonder Woman show. It wasn't, you know, Justice League and Friends. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't Wonder Woman and Superman. It was Wonder Woman, the TV show. Was that the uh, the Linda Carter? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, and that that ran for for three seasons in the seventies, and it's just like, what took so long? That, I mean, it's it's a good question. What took so long? And I mean, we saw Catwoman again with Michelle Pfeiffer. Was it in Batman? Or yeah. So so Michelle Pfeiffer was in uh, just just Batman. Tim Burton's Batman in 1989. Or no no no. Sorry, it was Batman Returns yeah, in 1992. Yeah. And yes, I do know those dates off offhand. That's okay. Um, and yeah, so it was Michelle Pfeiffer cast as Catwoman who did a. Uh, spectacular job no one is like she she hit the nail on the head with that role it was incredible you know she was she was a starring character in that movie it wasn't her character wasn't set off to the side she was a starring role she proved that we could have this strong sexy powerful rival to batman and again it just petered out and a lot of this has to do with like movie contracts, this, that, and the other thing. Like, they wanted to bring Catwoman back for Batman Forever, but then they didn't, so they replaced her with Vicky Vale. Well, I mean, it, like, the, I guess too. That's the thing at that at that point in time. Maybe aside from the Spider Man and X Men movies, these long term superhero movie contracts didn't exist. Um. And I don't think 
it re- I wouldn't say it really kicked off. I mean, of course, Nolan's Batman trilogy, you know, a lot of those guys were contracted for the three movies. Uh, Christian Bale, uh, Michael uh, Michael Caine, Morgan Freeman, uh, Killian Murphy. Um, and I, I, I don't want to sound like the Marvel fanboy, but I don't think like these multi-film contracts really started until the MCU got going and then it, it kind of came to everybody's realization that the Avengers and this team-up was going to happen and there was going to be this huge expansive universe post-Iron Man. Well, even when you look at uh, Nolan's movies with his casting of Anne Hathaway as Catwoman, I don't know about you, I didn't like that character at all. I thought that character was written flat and it was it was almost a disservice to what this character is. Uh... I, I, I see, I can't really, t- I won't try to sound like I know what's going on with that. I mean, I'm not all too familiar with Catwoman in the comics. I didn't have a massive issue with her. She just, it seemed to me like, it felt like how somebody who doesn't really understand Catwoman would write Catwoman. Um, which is how I would write her, just this very sly, sneaky trying like attempting to be sexy kind of woman um i mean that's how anne hathaway came off i mean it didn't break the immersion for me catwoman's the least of my gripes about the dark knight rises um so it didn't really have a massive impact on me um when we just to get back to kind of what took so long because i want to paint you a a nice little timeline here uh, of sort of superhero superheroes through the decades. Um, so back in the 30s or 40s, there was the Batman. Uh, Batman had a serial show and Superman, I believe Superman had a serial show as well. Uh, after that, there was the Batman, the Adam West Batman in the 60s. Uh, then in the seventies, there was the Wonder Woman show. And I'm not sure if you're familiar with this, the Superman, the first Superman movie with Christopher Reeve, that didn't come out until 78. Right. So Wonder Woman, the Wonder Woman show was already an established property. And to me, this is the kicker. So from, from 78, the first Superman movie, uh, Christopher Reeve did three Superman movies Mm-hmm. Then we had the Batman movies in the eighties. The well, in, in the I'd call I'll call it the nineties. You had the Batman movies in the nineties. Then Superman in the two thousands was rebooted twice. We had super. What was it? Superman Returns. Was right, it? Yeah, the Brian Singer one. Yeah, Superman Returns. Then Man of Steel, and obviously Man of Steel arguably is the one that did it did it right. That's the one that's stuck for now. Mm-hmm. But he, and then even with Nolan's Batman movies, we've had these these primary, like these are primary DC characters, primary Justice League characters rebooted like three times right. and have Wonder Woman just now in, in it'll be 2017, the release, just now getting, uh, getting a movie. And there's such a, a, a sordid background with like a failed Wonder Woman movie too. And it's like, uh, to to me, it it seems like there there's almost an unseen agenda, or even an unconscious agenda of like not 
really caring to give women women superheroes the limelight until until just now until until these years and oh, yeah no i mean it, yeah i i i don't know like this it's such a hard topic to talk about because i mean we obviously don't know what goes on behind the scenes but i mean it, it's fair to ask the question you know what took so long i mean obviously these characters sell well in comics so obviously there's a i mean there's all there's this pre-built fan base right there for you so like what took so long i mean I, okay electra and catwoman arguably you can say um tested the waters but i mean it's not like there was any from what i'm seeing and hearing and reading about these movies it's not like there was any effort put into them it was just kind of like well we've already done batman and daredevil so let's just do these because so i it just i don't know like it it, it it baffles me as to why this took so long and why this couldn't have happened sooner. I mean, as you say, Wonder Woman had three seasons of a TV show, so obviously it did well to sustain yeah, it's, its own fan base and its own uh, audience. Yeah, it's that's you want to sit there. That's that's twenty episodes a season. Shows shows even now. Are getting canceled after ten, twelve, because the the channel uh, sees okay, the show's not going anywhere. That that show, three seasons, three years, sixty episodes, like it it did something. It showed that people are interested in Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. E- even the fact that Wonder Woman comic sales like haven't haven't faltered. She is still a staple heroine in comics. She is a title character. Even with Marvel characters as well, Marvel has a, a lot of title female characters. There clearly is a market there, and and you you can't even argue. Well, we can't really do it. Like you you there's no way to argue That's like, like the worst special argument f- that anybody could ever have. We can't really do it. Yes, you can. You can do it if you can do Batman and Superman. <clears throat> excuse me. Then you can do characters like. Uh... Wonder Woman. I mean, in in the in the eighties, Steven Spielberg was able to make dinosaurs real. Yeah, and you're and you're trying to tell me that you couldn't make a a woman who has super strength. Uh, I don't know. It makes it makes no sense to me why it couldn't have happened before now. I mean, if it had to happen, I'm glad I'm alive to see it happen and start and for the change to start happening because what we've seen so far is starting to blossom um between wonder woman appearing in batman v superman uh played by gal gadot um who who stole the show oh yeah i mean like she, a lot of her materials probably some of the stuff that i enjoy more than most of the movie um and it was great seeing her in action during the the final fight with Doomsday. Um, so her her introduction, like her, she's she's planted her feet and she's starting to run now. And Wonder Woman comes out next June or July. Is yeah, it? Ne- yeah, of twenty seventeen. Um, and of course, you know we've got Harley Quinn now making her appearance in Suicide Squad. Um, which, and I mean, again, Margot Robbie stole the show with that. But, I mean, there was no question as to whether or not she would or she wouldn't. I mean, Margot Robbie is a fantastic actress. Um, so DC's kind of getting their, their their stuff together with 
their female-led superheroes. And, of course, Marvel's had uh, Agent Carter, the TV series on ABC, um, kind of an offshoot pseudo-sequel to Captain America, the first Avenger. Um, and then they had Jessica Jones on Netflix with Kristen Ritter. And, of course, in 2018, I think it is, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, Captain Marvel comes out, which is, like, their first movie led by a female. And see, that's that's the thing. Is still in in this in this time where people are saying, you know, uh, the Wonder Woman standalone movie is opening the floodgates for female-led superheroes. Until Captain Marvel, and again, I don't even know how she's going to get introduced into the MCU. But for the time being, up until that movie in 2018, all these characters are related to existing properties. Uh, Agent Carter, linked to Captain America and Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., Jessica Jones with the Defenders and Daredevil, uh, Wonder Woman with the Justice League, like all these movies came and shows are coming after another show. Same with the Sup- the Superwoman TV show. Mm-hmm. That was after Smallville, Green uh, uh, Arrow, and Flash. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's... It's one of these things where it's 20, it's 2016 and you, you know the market's there and it seems like studios in a way are still being hesitant. And I mean, like the thing is too, as mentioned with Wonder Woman, like <clears throat> <coughs> like the fan base is there. The, the, the audience is there. And I mean, people are are always asking, you know, where where are the female heroes, where are the female characters, and even outside of like superhero movies, movies like Star Wars, um, I I, I didn't really hear much of an of a comp- of a desire to see more female characters in the Tolkien movies, even though I'm sure there was, but we got that with Tauriel and the Hobbit, um. Like, there is an interest in seeing more female characters, but yet studios are still reluctant to do it. And whatever their reasoning is for not doing it, to me, it's it's not valid. You even look at uh, how Ghost, the new Ghostbusters movie performed. It's it's not like it was a box office record holder, but like it, it held its own. It didn't bomb I- either. And there's there's photos of young girls in the new costumes, like with the with the the actresses in the movie, like just mm-hmm. absolutely starstruck. And it's it's one of these weird things where like these things are successful. The ball is rolling for sure, um, but it's weird. It's weird to hear all this negative backlash, um, especially with. Uh, uh, recently, there was a, an open letter to Warner Brothers, oh, which yeah. I'm sure we'll get into more detail about in the future, uh, if it's still relevant. Uh, but within this open letter, it was an anonymous letter written by uh, a former Warner, uh, a former Warner Brothers employee, and in this letter, the employee uh, kind of made an offhanded comment that they've heard from you know. Uh, industry insiders that uh, Wonder Woman's another flop. That Wonder Woman's just another mess of a movie. And it's we- that was one of the things uh, where I read an article that immediately discredited the movie. Or, sorry, not the movie, the letter. Right. It said, 
how how can you say that? how can you say that that this movie is a mess already? It's a it's a movie that's is it stands on its own two legs. It has an independent story uh, f- from Justice League. It's not trying. It doesn't have to tie into the universe because Wonder Woman's already in the universe. It's set in World War Two, and like even me, like no, I, I've not once talked to any person who has seen that trailer and said that it looked disjointed or weird or anything. Right. Well, I think uh, here's here's my understanding of the situation in terms of Wonder Woman, Wonder Wo- Woman, uh, sucking, and it's the fact that. The trailers for Man of Steel were, like, out of this world, no pun intended. Um, like, they were fantastic. Now, the movie, to me, was just... Yeah, it was alright. I mean, it was nothing fantastic. Um, it had great cinematography, great music. I like Henry Cavill as Superman. But the, the, the script and the editing felt a little off. Um, again, good trailers for Batman v Superman, even if trailer 2 was a little bit point for point of the of the movies beats um and suicide squad i mean we had great trailers with that the the comic-con trailer was a nice little teaser then the blitzkrieg and bohemian trailers were great um despite the movies actually coming out and having these flaws that are kind of in your face despite you know enjoying suicide squad as much as i did um it's one of those movies where I go, yeah, the flaws are there, I know them, but I'm still having a lot of fun with this movie, I'm still enjoying myself. Um, so I think what people are looking at is, you know, there's good trailer, okay movie, good trailer, okay movie, good trailer, okay movie. And then here comes Wonder Woman with a good trailer, and then it's, alright, yeah, let's get hype for Wonder Woman, but with the track record, let's dial it back a bit. So I think that's what people are looking at is the fact that there's this three movie lead up where the the marketing has all been really great and then the product comes out and it's like oh all right so I think like, I think that's what my that, that's my take on it is that people are a little hesitant now and I mean it's no fault of Wonder Woman's I'm sure Patty Jenkins has poured her heart and soul into making the movie and she like. And then, of course, you know, there's the people that came out and said, oh, well, Patty Jenkins was defending the movie. She came out on Twitter and said that uh, those claims were unfounded. Yes, and I'm, you know, I'm sure she's she's proud of what she's made. Um, but at the same time, like, she's not going to come out and say, oh, yeah, that letter's right. Wonder Woman sucks. Don't pay to see it. Like, I mean, <laughs> that, that's just not how it works. Well, her, she, she's, not, she's not Jared Leto on this matter. <laughs> or Josh Trank. But, uh, <laughs> but um, I mean, yeah, like I want, I, I really want to have high hopes for uh, for Wonder Woman. I really want to go in and be wowed. Um, I mean, it, it's 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 an interesting setting. I lo- I love the cast. I mean, Chris Pine's fantastic. Gal Gadot proved that she was a good Wonder Woman despite the the amount of backlash she got after her casting announcement in Dawn of Justice. Um, and the only reason I'm hesitant about it is because of the lead-up to it, because of the marketing that I've already seen with the other three DC movies compared to the final product. Yeah, it's it's funny, and it's it's something that we always get back to, where were were these properties comics? You you wouldn't hear it. That's that's what I find weird is that 
you wouldn't get these outcries or these complaints or these nitpicks were these movies just comics. And I don't know if that comes down to the fact that a comic book is cheaper, it takes less time, you can pick it up, put it down. But even with uh, with uh, the Captain Marvel movie and, and stuff like that, it's sort of weird that people have, you know, like people seem hesitant yeah. to these female-led movies when they're like when there's people who are clear fans of the movie, mm-hmm. or like of of the characters, but it seems like the general movie-going public or like the casual observer is so hesitant of like, oh, why would I want to see this? Well, yeah, like that's the thing too. Um, like after. I mean, I, I, I obviously I pay attention to the Comic Con news as I'm sure you do, um, and I was I was flipping in and out of uh, all the other stuff that was being announced that that weekend or week or whatever it was uh, a couple couple of weeks ago in San Diego, but when the Marvel stuff was coming up, everybody was anticipating an announcement for Captain Marvel and a, ca- a casting announcement. We still don't have a director. Um, which sucks. I think Meg Meg Lefauve, Fauve, however you say her name, is writing it. I think she was one of the co-writers on Inside Out from Pixar. So I loved Inside Out. So I'm ecstatic that she's involved in Captain Marvel. Um, and sure enough, at at the end of Marvel's panel, they went to take a picture, you know, with uh, the the Guardians of the Galaxy crew and Doctor Strange and everything. Uh, and the Spider-Man team was there. Um, and, you know, Kevin Feige in his dramatic fashion, I love that man, um, said, you know, okay, let's get everybody out here, but I also want to bring out our newest addition to the family, Brie Larson, Captain Marvel. And, I mean, like, the internet exploded. Like, the the Marvel sub on Reddit just went ecstatic over her casting, and I, I love her casting. Um, I've only ever seen her in Scott Pilgrim and um, Room, which I highly recommend people watch to kind of gauge her as an actress. She's fantastic in that movie. But then there were people that were like, well, why should I watch Captain Marvel? Who is she? Why, like, why does she matter? And like, one of the top responses to that comment was, well, that's why you watch it. You, you watch it to find out why she's important. Because I mean, I don't know how are you are you all that familiar with Captain Marvel? No, and that's that's what I was gonna get to. The only thing I really know about Captain Marvel uh, is that uh, original. Well, I don't know if it even originally, but I know that formerly Captain Marvel was a male portrayed character. Uh, currently in comics, it's being portrayed by uh, this this younger girl, and yeah, I was just like, I know I know what Captain Marvel looks like, and that's about the extent of what I know. Uh, and I know that <laughs> I know that uh, because of that, uh, DC has to call their character Shazam. We can't do that word right now, so that's cool. Shazam. There we go. Uh, that's that's the extent of it. And I, right. yeah, I had that I had that brief moment of like, why would I see a movie about a character I don't know? And then I was like, Nah, it's 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 Marvel. I'm gonna see it. They're gonna get all my money. <laughs> Well, I mean, like, that's the thing. Like, I understand people don't really know who Captain Marvel... And just, like, as, like, a quick um, idea of the character. Like, she was an Air Force pilot. Um, and she gets... She basically gets powers uh, that are derivative of the Kree, um, which are a race of alien in the... Ronan, oh, Ronan so was she's, so, she, so she's Green Lantern. 
Well, that, that's the other thing too. Like, um, <laughs> no, but like, uh, that's a good point because you you brought that up. Like the the writer even said like we are changing some of that backstory stuff, um, so people don't feel like they've seen it before. Which I I totally applaud. Um, I'm all for I'm all for that if they can do it really really well. Um, and so like, so, the, so she's a hero with powers of cosmic origin right and she eventually becomes like one of the main leaders of the future uh like iterations of the avengers and even now in the comics like they've had civil war 2 um where it's been iron man versus captain marvel now which is a stupid face-off because captain Marvel. Uh, i thought you were gonna say they killed captain america again (laughs) spoilers no he's with hydra now um jesus christ (laughs) um this is why I don't read Marvel comics, Nick. <laughs> I, I, I don't read all the com- I don't read comics all that much anymore either. Um, but I mean, yeah, like Captain Marvel, and I know like you you can't predict that if you're the general audience, but she becomes a huge player in the Marvel stories, and she becomes one of their core leaders. And like the fact that they're finally bringing her in. I mean, it's great. I'm I'm so excited to see her, and you know, standing alongside Captain America and Iron Man and Doctor Strange and all of them. And I mean, look in hindsight, would she have fit in in any of the other spots in the MCU lineup? Probably not. So, and I think her placement of her movie is in a very precise spot because she's going to be introduced in the first Infinity War movie. Um. Because I ha- like my personal theory is Black Panther. We're gonna see T'Challa say, you know, I my tech and vibranium and everything. We can build, you know, anything. Hinting to some kind of spacecraft or a modified Quinjet that can go into space. Um, and then of course Thor Ragnarok. We'll see Thanos start making his assault on all the Infinity Stones and everything. And so Infinity War Part One, we're gonna see uh, uh, Rhodey bring. Carol Danvers in as an Air Force pilot from the Army. Um, and that's her connection to the Avengers is Colonel Rhodes. Um, and so she's flying this this plane for them as an experienced uh, pilot. And something's going to happen where she gets her powers in Infinity War. Uh, and then that way, by the time her movie rolls around, after, I think she comes, no... It's Infinity War, Ant-Man and the Wasp, and then Captain Marvel. So even better, then, because we're kind of left with this little stinger as she gets into some kind of accident, gets her powers, but then we don't know what happens for, like, a movie. And then we get to her thing where we don't need this whole setup because we've already seen her, and she can just get right into doing her thing, kicking ass, and being Captain Marvel. I'm so excited. Can you tell? Yeah, a, l- a little bit. There's a That was a nice little offshoot of you explaining the next couple of years of uh, the MCU. <laughs> yeah, well, I can just I'm just watching your screen here and you're just looking around thinking is he going to shut up? I mean, a lot of it I was just thinking I was like I'd pay good money for a Batgirl movie. <laughs> I'd I'd That'd watch Batgirl cool. too. Oh god, I don't there's no place in in the current DC lineup for that, but damn, that'd be a good movie. <laughs> well, we'll see what happens with uh Ben Affleck's The Batman. Oh, that's God. That's a whole thing. There's, uh, I'm so hyped for something that there's not much to talk about. If I could have an episode, 
I just wait until something substantial is released about that, and that's when we're gonna have like the two and a half hour long <laughs> episode that's mostly me talking at you. <laughs> Mark your calendars, everybody. God. Um, but I mean, or, so yeah, like <clears throat> the the like these. These women-driven superheroes... I'm going to try to stay away from talking about Captain Marvel as much as I can now. <laughs> um, like, the, it's a, it's been a long time coming. Everybody's wanted to see them. It's finally happen, happening. Um, but there's obviously still room to grow. Well, yeah, and that's... Kind of the final point here is... It's great to see it now. It's... It's better too little than too late, but the the next the next step that we need to see, and I, I'd like to see it soon, is female-led superhero movies that aren't shackled to another property, something that can stand on its own more. And obviously, that's harder and harder to do when you have such interlinked universes and interlinked movie roles. But um, a good example is when when you look at Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. Ant-Man was a standalone movie that linked to the universe. It wasn't a movie that was linked first and then came out. Right. And and that's honestly that's what I would like to see is kind of these these movies that sort of stand on their own two feet before we bring them into the fold. Because mm-hmm. because now now is the time, honestly. And that shows that shows a lot with. Um, the Superwoman TV show. I know it has its ties to uh, Arrow and Flash and Legends of Tomorrow, but for all intents, it's a it's a show that's Superwoman. Like if if I watch if I watch Superwoman, that's what I'm getting. I was, is I'm getting Superwoman. Yeah, there's cameos cross show and stuff like that. Right. But there's no reason I have to watch those shows to get that character. Right. Yeah, I've heard it's a, I've heard it's a decent show. I haven't heard like raving reviews about it. I personally haven't watched it, just because I, I don't I don't watch it either because I have uh, I have mixed feelings with the CW shows. Yeah, I no. I watched I watched the Flash solely because the Flash to me is a campy, stupid, dorky character, and it fits the CW perfectly. The rest, the rest, I could do without. But that's that's just me. Yeah, no, I, I got through season one of Arrow, and I was like, "Wow, I could have just watched Fantastic Four again." I just God, did apparently, not like it at all. What was it? Apparently, I think what season is it on now? Like five one, or six? I don't know. I think it was season four. Apparently, it ended with Raza Ghoul killing Oliver McQueen. Did I say Oliver McQueen? Oliver Queen. Yeah. I was starting to think about McQueen, the director. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and Raz Al Ghul kills him. He gets put in, pushed into a Lazarus pit. He comes back, and he's not the same. And then there's fucking dead shots in that show and Suicide Squad and Slade. And I was just like, get, get my fucking, get my Batman out of your show, please. But <laughs> Yeah, I uh, I don't know. I, I, I was not a fan of Arrow whatsoever. And then I know there's the running joke that it's become... Felicity and Friends because it focused so much on uh, Felicity Smoke. I think her name is. Uh, it's just, it's all bad. It's all bad. I think when there was crossover episodes, uh, when Flash and Arrow were fighting uh, Vandal Savage, the best parts about watching the episodes of Arrow 
is when time would slow down because Barry was running fast and he was doing shit to manipulate uh, Oliver's arrows, which happened like twice. And I was like, this is so cool. And then the rest, I was like, why am I watching this? Yeah, it's, I don't know. But that was another nice little tangent completely unrelated to the female superheroes. Um, can you, can you, I think you can hear how much of a white man we both are. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, that, that, we'll just call this one tangent, the episode. Um, so, but I mean, yeah, getting back on track. I mean, it's a good thing, uh, it's happening now. I'm, I'm glad I'm alive to see it. I mean, Agent Carter was a fantastic show. I, I absolutely loved it. Jessica Jones was a good show. Wonder Woman and Batman v Superman, nice introduction. I'm looking, I'm cautiously optimistic for her movie. Um, I think we all know where I stand on Captain Marvel. It's a good time. It's a good time for women to start taking the charge in superhero movies. Yeah, man. Next up, uh, next up, Squirrel Girl. Oh, please, Anna Kendrick for Squirrel Girl. I'm there. Uh, I actually heard there's. There's people who want the girl from Stranger Things, the redhead from Stranger Things, a squirrel oh, girl. Mili- oh, the redhead. Okay. Oh, I, j- I, thought, I, I, thought, just... I thought you meant uh, Millie Bobby Brown, who played Elle. No, 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 no. Um, fuck, what, what is her name? The, she played uh, Barb, right? The, yeah. yeah. As soon as I search Barb, it auto-completes to Barb Stranger Things. <laughs> uh, what was her name? It's something Purser. Um... And anyway, yeah, I what was it? I searched I searched that actress's name, and I, uh, Shannon Purser. That's okay. what it is. I, when I searched Shannon Purser, uh, one of the things that was like in the recommended or one of the things that popped up was Shannon Purser Squirrel Girl, and I was like, yeah, if you just search her name, there's a bunch of there's a bunch of photos of just her beside comic drawings, like panels from uh, Squirrel Girl. And this is the one thing where it's like the internet jumped on that one quick and I was like, holy shit, you're, you just put in a casting for a character that I had no idea that I would be okay with. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm looking at her now. Um, yeah, I, I, I could see her as Squirrel Girl. I liked her in Stranger Things. I, I, I'm i also partial to Anna Kendrick. So if it came down to those two, I mean, that would like, <laughs> it's a win-win. Oh, what the fuck? Sorry. In the, <laughs> one of the thumbnails in in her page is a a thumbnail from one of Matthew McConaughey's vlogs on YouTube that is extremely underviewed, by the way. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Okay. And anyway, I think I think now is a good time to point out. Um, we have a Facebook, a Twitter, uh, SoundCloud yes, where you can do. find the episodes. Uh, as well, we're on iTunes. Uh, you can find us find us at uh, Panel to Picture. You can search us on any one of those things. It'll give you links to all the others, hopefully. Um, I mean, if you're listening to this, I'd really hope that you at least found one of those things. <laughs> that would be amazing if you were listening to us without finding any of our links. There's someone out there who just found out how to plug in a rock, and here we are. <laughs> we have God. our own rock channel. Okay, that was bad, but that that's that's the end right there. I'm I've been Dylan. I'm Nick. And uh Thanks this for has listening. Hail the picture. Go see Captain Marvel. Oh, 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 oh,
terrible pun. <laughs> the it was the worst. Oh. And I set I set you up for it so hard too. Oh, that's so yeah, you plugged in a rock like a rock channel. Did you? God, I'm mad at myself for that one. Oh, we 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 did good with that one. I'm I'm quite it's like, proud of that. I saw I heard it happen in slow motion too. It's one of those things where, like, in hindsight, I'm sitting there and I'm like, "Hey, Dylan, you know this is content. You 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 can cut this and release it. And that's content." And at the other part, I'm just like, "It's so low brow, like, it's so low brow. It's hitting my nose." Ah. <laughs> oh. Uh, that's, that's some eyebrow humor. Sunday, Sunday morning puns. Oh. I have to edit and go to bed. <laughs> <laughs>